afternoon, traders. How y'all doing today? Happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Just pulling up all my stuff over here. So Mahesh is in India on vacation, but he's also working while on vacation. He's one of those people, right? I am not one of those people. When I clock out, I clock all the way out. You can't find me. <laughs> so I know he's working. But I have not gotten the update from him that the dev environment is ready for testing. However, I logged into the dev environment and I'm just looking around, plugging around, seeing what I can find. Um, and I do have some couple, a couple things I can see already. Donna, good afternoon. Brian, good to see you. Yorn, hey. Yes, good to see you. Hey, Chris, glad to be here. Great call sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, dude. In fact, actually yesterday, Jorn, I don't know if you turned into yesterday's stream, but I said this may be the top. <laughs> yesterday, I don't know. Listen, it's done this a few times now where it comes down the 20 and then pops back up. So it's done it one, two, three. This will be the fourth time that it's done it. I don't know if it will continue back up or not. But yesterday, um, I was saying this could be the top. That that does look a very toppy sort of candle with it really tall wick up and then closing down um and yeah this is a really really ugly ugly candle uh the market's down two plus percent at the moment i mean we've taken out the gains from about a week ago february 2nd no february 2nd was the last time we were down to this level so more than a week just evaporated just like that but you know um i was mentioning yesterday my exit points and I was, <clears throat> I was saying, I think we're beyond a point where I would feel comfortable getting in anyway. So all of my exit points would have been tapped right right today for sure. Where it says, I did buy a small put position when we hit 5,000. Had the same feeling. Yeah, dude, it felt very, felt like a very FOMO market. We've seen that. And the thing is, is that a FOMO market can last so much longer than, uh, um, what do they say? A, an irrational market can last longer than your bank account or something like a market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent. That's what it is. So yeah, that's why I say that's why I've been saying don't bet against the trend, right? Don't I mean you bought some puts. I hope it was a small position. But I've been saying for a while, don't bet against this trend, right? If it's if it's rolling up, just let it roll. Leonid, good to see you, my friend. Glad you're here. So yeah, let's jump right into our market analysis and then um, then we'll start playing around in dev. Um, see what we can find. Welcome to the outlier trading room. Uh, it was very small. It's my points. Welcome to the outlier trading room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I am a partner with outlier and this is my style of trading using outlier. Now, as you know, the way that I like to trade is I like to start with the top-down approach. Let the market tell us which direction it's going. With the 10 over the 20, price over the 50, on both the S&P 500 trend and the market breadth trend. And I've been sitting cash since January 8th. January 8th was the last time I've traded because I haven't seen what I needed to see. The market has been trending higher. Absolutely. 10's definitely over the 20, price is definitely over the 50. All is upwards. However, market breadth here... Has been trending down for weeks. For weeks now, we've been trending down. Yesterday, Jean-Louis pointed out 
that it actually had some strength behind it. And I was like, yeah, man, this could be a turning point. Let's just see what happens. And then smash down to 45%, right? Still trending down. It, it shaved off 24 percentage points on the market breadth from where it was yesterday in this one move today. I mean, we're down over 2% at this point. Um, in fact, let's take a look at the map. I love to look at the map. Curious to see where it was. Ooh, good gravy. Oh, that hurts my eyes. Everything's so red. Oh my gosh. I was not expecting that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, if we look at year to date, probably still have some pretty big numbers up there. Oh, one year. Hang on. Year to date. There. NVIDIA still up 44%. Microsoft still up 7%. But Apple's now down almost 5% year to date. That's kind of hard to believe. Meta's up 30% year to date. These are crazy, crazy numbers. So bubbly. So toppy. It's like, just get out of the way, especially on a day like this. Golly, there's nowhere to hide today, it looks like. Unless you buy waste management. <laughs> that's the only thing that's up today, it looks like. Get you some garbage cans. Um, yeah, so either way. That's why I haven't been trading because I need to see a top-down approach with the market trend and market breadth going in the same direction. But they're not, right? They're 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 uh, working against each other, and because of that, I'm not going to fight that trend. Wait until everything is moving in your direction, whether it's up, whether it's down, doesn't matter to me. Plus, one thing, um, those have been around for a while. Totally get it by now, but like, I don't follow the news on this stuff. I follow macro news, right? I really enjoy macro economic stuff, but on a day-to-day -day basis, like I, I was just searching around, like what happened? Who, who said what this morning? And it was a CPI number, right? But it's not just that, right? People have been waiting to exit. I've been saying for a while, I think, I think, uh, institutions were about to dump onto retail. Now, if this, if this holds and it starts trending back down, that's exactly what happened. They FOMO'd everybody into the market and then dumped their shares on them. I don't know. I don't know. Turn my order blocks back on. I don't want to lose that. Uh, Sebastian, good to see you. Victor, good to see you, my friend. So I think that is definitely what could be happening. Is a huge dump coming back onto retail. But either way, I'm not going to be trading today. And, uh, you know, there's always opportunities with Outlier. In fact, let's jump into Outlier real quick. Watch list. You're saying hey to everybody. So there's definitely opportunities. In fact, I was looking at this earlier today. We're about split 50-50 between the bull and bear list right now. Um, which we have been really loaded on the bear list for a while. But now we're split about 50-50. 782 versus 768. So definitely lots to, to choose from here. Um, but what I want to do, so so Mahesh is in charge of getting all the uh, upgrades done. Um, he's leading the team over there. But um, the the email has not come from Mahesh saying that the uh, upgrades are ready. But I've been peeking around. I've been peeking. I've been peeking because I can't help myself. So I wanted to show you what I've been peeking around and seeing. So this is the dev platform. This is the current uh, outlier. Let me see if I can side by side this. If it'll still look all right. Hey, that works well. Oh, that's good. I'm going to be using this real soon. Okay, cool. So this is the uh, dev is on the left hand side. Production is in the right hand side. So what we're looking for are different buy and sell signals, things like that. 
Um, one thing you'll notice here is the indi the um, overlays. They're a lot bigger and a lot more of them. That's definitely one indicator here. Uh, another thing, I'll pop this over and then I'll, I'll shut it back down. The Whenever you see something like a green buy signal inside of the green overlay, like you see right here and right here, those are going to be called strong buys. Now, I don't know what that's going to look like after this upgrade pushes through. And that upgrade, I think Mahesh said that upgrade maybe a week or two delayed where it says strong buy or weak buy. But I really, really am excited about that because there'll be a strong buy right there. This would be a, uh, a weak sell or something like that, right? If the colors match, then it's strong. If the colors are uh, unmatched, then it'll be a weak uh, indicator there. Yeah, yeah, a weak cell versus a strong cell. So you'll notice there's more of those. Um, one thing I also noticed Mahesh was excited about was when you pop down this uh, select index or sector, right now, it's got a green arrow or a red arrow, uh, but that's about it. However, in dev, you'll see that looks way different. The, the trend showing uh, a lot more usefulness versus uh, the current version. So I like that. That's going to be cool. Hey, watch channel DE. Glad you're here. So uh, I'm very excited about this. Let's, hey, do me a favor. Uh, type in your favorite name in the, uh, in the chat box. I want to look at different stocks here real quick. Where's this search function? Oh, there it is. Oh, cool. I just learned. I didn't even know that button existed. Type your favorite name in the, in the search box. I'll start with uh, Costco. What gave me the, the thought of Costco? So um, I shop a lot of Costco. Um, this particular drink came from Costco. That's what made me think of it. All right, let's take a look at Costco. Now, there will definitely be more changes. Um, I'm noticing that the buy and sell a dev does take longer to load. So give it be a, be a little patient with me here. Um, there Mark. So Mark's one of our founders. He said we got about 60% more signals. in the new upgrade versus the old upgrade. And when we were having an internal meeting about that, I was like, dude, that's great. Right. People love signals, right? Give, give more buy and sell signals. People are going to go crazy about it. And they were like, yeah, I mean, it fits our model and it shows more signals so people can have more opportunities is perfect. Like I say, uh, ooh, check that out. Check that out. Look at the overlays here, right? Versus the overlays here. Very different story. But the buy and sell signals are pretty much the same betwixt those. Uh, looks like the behavioral heat map chart. It looks like we have more data loaded on this side than this side. Uh, yeah, January 30th is the last loaded point in dev. But so this would be a strong buy right here. Do you see how it's going to read a bit differently? I like that. That's going to be cool. And this is going to be a weak sell. Weak sell, uh, meaning like you could maybe sell half your position. If you were looking to go to cash, uh, maybe sell a portion of it, whatever the case is. But a weak sell. And you can see it actually continued on after that point. So that would have been a pretty sweet move right there. Uh, same with this weak sell here. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. Uh, Jorn says Tesla. Let's take a look at Tesla.
All right, give that just a minute to load. Brian says DVN. I'll take a look at that. Still loading. Tesla showing signal return 193.26%. And yeah, this last one wasn't great. Um, however, that is why you've always got to maintain your risk, right? Tesla has definitely had a sell signal, or not sell signal, but um, a, a precipitous fall off. So I would always, always, always make sure you have a stop loss in place. Uh, so a strong buy right there. I mean, signal returns are still crazy. I don't know why this one's different than this one, but either way, signal returns are still crazy. You can see um, some definitely different looking uh, overlays. So that would have been a strong buy. That would have been a weak sell. Okay, and Brian wants to take a look at DVN. Man, okay, so the plan is once I get dev access, um, I've already built the spreadsheet where I'm gonna be keeping track of uh, my backtesting, right? Because I trade this, <laughs> I put my money where my mouth is, so I trade this, and I can't do that without actually backtesting it myself. So I'm gonna have a spreadsheet that I'm gonna share with everybody in the Discord. And I'm going to show uh, the buy and sell signals that are showing in dev. And then I'm going to go and show like the uh, open and close changes. I'll probably do one year on 30 to 40 different stocks. So that may be that may be five trades. That may be one. Right. I don't know. Uh, and it'll, it'll vary for each one. But what I'm trying to do is get an idea of how those perform, the signals perform. And then also trying to optimize exit points, right? One exit point that I like to do is uh, looking at the color of the behavioral heat map down here. And that may change, right? Uh, interesting, Brian. There's only one buy signal for the whole last six months. So that one doesn't show a whole lot different. So I'm just going to move to my door. Oh, it's Amazon. It's good. Okay. And then Victor wants to take a look at Alcoa. All right, this will be the last one of the day. Let that load. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to this upgrade. Um, one thing I really like to do on the weekends, not this weekend though, um is get up ultra early like five six in the morning uh before my kids are up and just like get a whole pot of coffee and go crazy so you guys may me may see me doing some of that over the next couple of weeks but like i say it's not gonna be this weekend we're going out of town this weekend all right alcoa so big 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 red overlay right here across this entire time and then just had one buy and sell Looks like it wasn't the greatest signal. Um, on that topic, my exit point would have been 88D4B0. Or two shades darker. Okay, so it already would have been passed there. Two shades darker would have got you out on December 27th. Got you in December 22nd. One two shades darker hang on where's the 22nd one two shades darker got you on december 29th let's take a look at it real quick in december 22nd out december 29th 
How would that have done? Let me remove my annotations here. Second out on the 29th. Eh, eh, it, it maybe would have made a couple pennies. Yeah, 35 cents, not much. Either way. All right, let's move over to our final thoughts. Winning one or 10. Or a hundred trades is easy, but keeping the money you win is hard. You either learn risk management or the market will continue to steal your money. Right? This, I always like to go back to the year where I thought it was a genius at an 86% win rate for the year. And I thought it was, I thought I was just a genius, right? I thought everything like this was the easy streak to riches. But I also noticed that my account wasn't growing. My account was actually shrink, shrinking, yet I had an 86% win rate. And it was a, it was an iron condor strategy. I've mentioned that before. Um, I, don't, I don't trade those anymore, right? Because one of the things that I learned with these iron condors is that risk management didn't exist, right? There are all kinds of exotic option strategies that you can learn. I'm not saying you should, but you can learn them. Right? I cover a lot of them in my, my textbook that I wrote for you guys. But the problem with those is that the risk management is not there. Right, The risk to return is not there. You may risk five, maybe even ten to win one. Right, So that means if you risk ten to make one, if you lose one trade, it now takes you ten in a row to get back to break even. Right. Yeah. That is such a harder thing to do than to just say, okay, this trade's not working. I'm cutting my losses. Right. And with options specifically, because they do have a time value to them, if you're selling the option, in my opinion, it is the most insidious trade possible because it eats at your mind. It says, hey, listen, you sold this iron condor. You know, you've, you've still got 45 days to go on it. You could just hold it and hope that it comes back. But what seemed to be for me was that I would be the person who's like, oh, I'll just give it more time, right? And then it never came back, ever. And when I could have had a loss of a little bit, I ended up with a giant loss over and over and over again. So that's why whenever I trade, before I do anything, before I move on to even looking for a new trade, it's always, how can I reduce my risk? How can I reduce my risk? Sometimes we roll up trades, which is really cool, right? Um, we have a strategy for rolling up a trade that is one of the coolest things I think ever. So, for example, um, and some of our traders have seen this this year, right? Even if a trade isn't, you know, it, it when you roll up a trade, you look to roll it at one ATR. At least that's how I do it. One ATR move. So if the ATR, the average true range of the last two weeks is $2. Your price has gone up by two bucks. You can roll up your option. Now, when you do that, right, it keeps the trade on and it allows you to take some capital and freeze up some capital to trade with other stuff and you're booking partial profits. But it gets better than that. And we had a, a great example of this, in fact, in the Discord. In the Discord here, I think it was the, the last one 
I think it was this one, ED. Let's go to ED. Yes, it was this one. Perfect example. We rolled the trade. Where do we roll it? Here. The very next day. I'm telling you, seven trading hours later, it was got it got murdered, right? And sometimes that happens, right? It was uh, there was a blizzard in New York. And if you live near New York, maybe you knew about it, right? And this is a power company in New York. And uh, the power grid was failing. So, so the stock sold off. Because we rolled it up the prior day, this was I was going to exit here no matter what. But because we rolled it the prior day, my loss in that trade was half of what it could have been. And so I'm not bragging about saying, oh, I had a loss on the trade. Yeah, losses happen all the time. But because we were defensive moving into that day, when we could roll it, we did. My loss that would have happened no matter what was half what it would have been otherwise. We can do some pretty cool voodoo with options, and I'm so excited about that. But either way, I don't know when we're going to get to trading. The market is trying to recover slightly. It's only down 1.8% instead of 2%. There's the five minute chart. Maybe we've hit a bottom. I don't know. But I do know I will continue to hold cash for as long as it takes, as my mentor Mark Minervini has taught me to do so. And I'm glad that you guys are learning and following along and showing up every single day. Quick reminder, we are out on Friday and on Monday. Monday, the market's closed. Friday, I'm taking the day off. So uh, just be ready to be off those two days as well. Have a fantastic afternoon. I'll see you right back here tomorrow. Talk soon.